misinformation. We're out here to spread the truth and the media is still the message. Um, so hailing out of Oromodonte, we got the family out here, Carmel Farms. We got our boy Drew, boy Chris, and we're here to talk to them about all the new programs, all the new drops, the new SKUs uh, that's coming out this month. And actually today, actually, because damn, like it's gonna be a busy January. And yeah, I just wanna talk about a couple things. So the first things first, you got a couple of new schools that are dropping. Please tell us more about them. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, we just dropped three new strains. Uh, first up, we our first offering Sorbetto. Sorbetto's uh, a, a crazy aficionado uh, strain that we picked up at an auction. Um, basically like uh, aficionado, they do these crazy collabs. They bring like uh, really nice strains like, like to market. So um, their presentation is, is really unique, similar to kind of like what Carmel does. They drop in a jewelry box that contains like a glass vial that's uh, got sheep's wool uh, containing the seeds with uh, a cork and then it's sealed with wax. Um, it, 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 it really like caught my interest because uh, like it was like something new that like genetics companies were, was doing different than everybody else. Like, like kind of they were promoting like once you buy their genetic, like you always have their genetics. So if I popped all those seeds, and then like I discontinued running it, but I wanted to run it again in the future. I could reach out, show them that I that I was a previous owner of that strain and they would give me give me that strain new. So that genetic was like super unique. Like uh, that's what attracted me to it. But um, the, the cross as well was uh, Skittles, uh, Sunset Sherbet, Magnum, Magnum Opus. Um, so like it's a pretty decent split. It's like Indica dominant 60-40. Uh, we were like uh, pheno hunting this for for like one round, but we, we found a winner that, that we were happy with, uh, super frosty nugs, like big dense, uh, um, really, really like, like sweet, like, uh, when you harvest and a, and a little bit of gassy on the end. Um, our second offering, uh, is Drusfino. Drusfino, uh, we're super excited to share that with everybody. So, um, basically a lot of, a lot of, uh, small time growers, like we all started out small, like um, they're, they're growing crazy, amazing stuff, um, but they just don't have the platform to get it out. Uh, a lot of the time, like they're still waiting on like packaging licenses. Um, there's a whole bunch of red tape for, for listing with OCS. So, um, you know, even though they're growing fire, they just don't have the opportunity to get it out into people's hands. So we really wanna give back to the community, really like let them shine. So Drew's Vino is an opportunity for us to like, go out, like select different, different growers, give them a little bit of a, of a highlight to put them on the bag. Like it's, it's something that's really important to us. Like, obviously you saw, like we were the first uh, to like put uh, breeder information, lineage on our packaging. Um, it's something that we're paying forward still, like where we, we hand select a, a grower to feature, um, put, put their information on the bag. We have QR code uh, printed on the back. I don't know if you guys caught that on the Drew's Fino. Um, that's something like, it's, it's, it's like, a like a little Easter egg, I would say, like you, you get to scan it while you're breaking up your nugs. You get to watch a, a small little like highlight reel promo video of like, like what went into like why we selected, uh, that particular Fino to, to showcase. So, uh, the, the launch of Drew's Fino is peanut butter rockstar. It was, uh, something that like, like made sense to us since we already had launched the peanut butter breath. And we wanted to uh, get it like uh, with, with, with a cross that, that made sense, like uh, 
the market really loves uh, gas right now. Um, so crossing it to Rockstar, like Rockstar is like pure gas. So it was, it was really exciting that, that we were able to f get that combination. So uh, the featured grower is, is Josh from Maggie. Uh, he's from the island out in, in, in Vancouver. Uh, true legacy grower. Like we love like everything, like started in the legacy. So it only makes sense to keep the legacy going and, and show everybody love. So uh, we got that one on the go. And then the, the final offering is Tiger Cake. So Tiger Cake is a compound genetic. Uh, it, it's one of the only two strains. There's two strains that ever like got me to like have like shivers and chills, like just from bag smell. So uh, one being uh, Ghost Train Haze, which is like a very old strain. And then the second was Lair Cake. Now Lair Cake, like when you would smell that bag, like from like your, your nose hair all the way down through your throat into your chest and then like shivers and tingles, like, I, I right away as soon as I saw that cross where I was like picturing like what menthol and and that layer cake would would be in that cross it was like extra chills so um we we popped a pack of seeds uh from Billy's collection um and and we pheno hunted that one we came up with uh with a cultivar that we we selected so that um it, it, it is super exciting I I know that uh right now like we dropped that as a just in pre-rolls yeah. for now, working on getting the whole farm market. Oh, yeah. beautiful. A lot of the people have been wondering about that. You know, a lot of the guys on Shout Out the Discord community, they're like, are we going to get that in flower? Yeah. Yeah, and like the, 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 the tough thing sometimes comes down to timing, like when you got packages ready, ready to send out and how much like, if you don't meet, like this isn't that interesting for everyone, but if you don't meet a shipment date, then you, then you lose your listing. And so um right now we've been we've been we've been pretty scaled back in terms of like personnel at the facility with everything going on on the covid side and so unfortunately we weren't like with, with all these products launched at the same same time that was one of them one of the skews that wasn't able to like make the cut in terms of like production time and scheduling um and then yeah well we, we hope to bring it in bring it in soon but unfortunately today like you just don't have that flexibility to to, to bring in products at your own time as you as you guys see you know you got the yeah. four four schedules a year and like that's one of the benefits of drew's pheno too right so like it gives us the flexibility to, to to bring in new cultivars out of sync of that typical selling process and like make sure you know just because you miss a selling date you don't need to have the product sitting in your in your vault for three months before it makes it to the consumer's hands like we're able to bring it in keep it fresh it in. yeah and like you know a lot of people a lot of people trust Carmel and I think a lot of people think that Carmel is this giant like a like a big company that could just pump out a lot of great stuff all the time and small craft producer right so like tell me about like what that means so 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 what that means is like we we have a small team and we we, we want to touch everything our hands are on every plant so uh like we have eight flower rooms. They're all uh, 2000 square feet of canopy. So to, like to put that in perspective, that's like similar to a, like a, what a micro is allowed. So basically it's like having like eight micro facilities. We keep the room small because uh, we touch the plant so many times during the process. We do a day one lollipop, day 21 lollipop. Um, we're continuously in there like de-leafing, like um, the plants get touched a lot. Whereas like if you're in 10,000 square feet, 100,000 square feet, those plants will never get touched, but once when they get put in the room and once when they get harvested. Um, so I, I think what's like important too is like, and I found this out from John the other day that you guys hand rolled 
all the joints, <laughs> which like just blows my mind. I'm like, holy shit, like that's crazy. Yeah, like we 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 didn't we didn't know pre-rolls were gonna be as big as they are. It's crazy. I'm sure you see it at the shop every day. Like pre-rolls just just really, really move. Like we're we're making a ton of pre-rolls and it, yeah, it's it's all still still by hand. Um and it's like, it takes a lot of time. Um and it's and and it's a really really a process you have to dial in. I'm sure like everyone has complaints about like certain pre-rolls clogging because the the mill rate's too fine or yeah. or, or certain other issues. And so um our, our our pre-roll manager tyler's really dialed in that process um mm. only ever using whole flour um and 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 the moisture content and everything is just really really dialed in at this point um, yeah a, a lot of the a lot of the issues that i hear about from the community is like sometimes when you pull and a lot of people like to exhale a little bit and poof there goes the cherry you know and like all these little tiny things where it gets stuck and the fact that you guys still make a big boy that still pulls right through just means the world because it's like holy shit the thing smokes right through properly so you know at this point in the game i feel like a lot of the a lot of, a lot of brands as well they they have it dialed in like i'm sure when you guys walk into that room you're just like the humidity is off 1.2 percent i know you just like you just gotta go click, click, click and do your thing but um i think going into that i'm interested to hear more about this new phenol program that you guys got going on does that mean that you bring in more strains from lesser known people like how does that process actually work yep for sure so like uh we we've so uh sourced locally like uh dustin and myself we've traveled like to to many different uh grows locally in in ontario and uh just recently uh a little a little hint like we we uh, flew out to edmonton so like we we found a, a a great partner where they have uh, their their values are aligned. Their 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 uh, taste and genetics is similar to ours. Um, the 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 quality that they put out is is on par. Like um, so, like we've already we've already lined up our next our next drop. So um, it, 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 it's it's one of these things like where I mean we're like as a grower, like we always want to know what's next, what's exciting, what's out there. So like, you know, Drew's Fino and, and, and eventually Billy's Fino will allow us to drop like fresh new flavors, like a lot uh, faster than like what we've been offering so far. But like, I think we offer like quite a bit of new stuff, like as, as, as fast as possible. Like we only really grow like three or four months worth of a certain flavor, except for Animal Face, which is our flagship. Yeah. But uh, we we love to bring you new and exciting. And uh -huh. let's, like, let's just get outside of that, like you know, every three month window. Like we could we can have three drops within a three month period, um, which is huge for us. And also, like one of the things we found, like if we were if we run like a, a bench of something new, um, there's really no way to like to bring it to market today. You know, you you you, you it's not going to be a, a large enough quantity to 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 sell into the OCS and like and once again you're going to be up against those timelines. So like if we if we if we're going out of a, a funeral that we really like, we run a bench of it, it turns out incredible. We're able to to bring it to market immediately, no no three month wait, like just immediately in a in a pouch. Let you know what it is on the back of the pouch. Let you let you scan that QR code to see everything that was going on in the grow. And so it's just that that off that that ability to to step outside of the rigid timelines bring bring more quality bring more variety yeah and i think that's 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 key because you know back in the day the dealer would reach out to the grower and be like hey what's new what's hot right and then the dealer would obviously tell his customers here's what i got like i remember legacy tales <laughs> 
getting from the supplier, going out to my customers and sending them the links to Leafly to be like, hey, here's what I got in stock. You know, your rock star, your blue dream. Like those were the old school stuff. And I feel like we reached a point today where it's just like, it's, it's so hard to track down lineage. And like me, I'm a haze guy. Like I love my sativa hazes. And I know Drew, like you're an old school, like you're a camo G type of dude, you know? <laughs> like, so it's just, it, I, I love finding that lineage and telling, I'm just talking to my customer, like, hey, do you like this? And we have the ability to do that. We can be able to like trace all this stuff. So the fact that you guys are giving more information on that strain, it could do wonders because we're we're not there yet for the research that we need to be at. You know, shout out Health Canada. Let's do something. Let's make some changes. But you know, soon, very very soon, I think. You know, especially with the recent uh, stuff saying uh, you know, COVID, uh, cannabis could prevent COVID and things like that. It's like holy shit. You know, we gotta be. We can take this further. Um, and I feel like it's not just about the high. You know, I think a lot of the good retailers out there are moving past the THC conversation and more like, okay, well, who's the grower? What's the pheno? All these type of things. So, you know, coming and, and I really challenge a lot of the other brands to kind of move in that direction. And that's, you know, everyone has their own type of thing, but what you guys are doing is so unique. Um, hailing out of Ormadante, just north of that Lake, Lake Simcoe area, it's, it's, it's amazing, you know. Um, and I appreciate the point on, like you said, on challenging the other brands, like it's not like we're the first to, to, to come out with a skew where you're going to see strains rotated in, but those who are doing it today, like, A, they're not even telling the, the retail partners or the customers what's in there at that time, you know, when it's being swapped out, what it is. And like, I don't know, like everyone, like the only, the only reason why they're doing that is to make their lives easier, but retailers lose out and consumers for sure lose out when that happens. 100%, man. Like, break that mold. Yeah, and like, it, it, I mean, then the odd time, right? You get the cups who walk. It should never be this. I call it a lot of the, what we do differently is that you, you see this desk right here. It's a dealer. It's a court, right? You come to us. We kind of talk. It's not a convenience store. A lot of these stores, you walk in, here you go, have a nice day. And I'm like, how the fuck did we get there? And so like why, why Montrose was started is because we saw all of these issues in the marketplace. Like, how do we go from, you know, this one-on-one -on -one interaction from back in the day to all of a sudden this, I'm gonna walk in a community store, buy some weed and have a nice day. So I, I started explaining these customers. I'm like, hey, we reached out to every one of these deal, uh, every one of these growers. We know the type of soil they use. We know their humidity levels. We know the grow rooms. And I think, you know, I challenge on the other brands to, hey, let's push that needle. Let's go to that level. Like what you guys have been doing is, is just unreal. And we, and like, we know the limits of the production facility. I'm sure you guys are doing as much 100% production as you can possibly do. And now that you guys are shedding light on these other types of uh, growers with this new phenol program is like, perfect. We fill that gap, right? Um, you know, and Chris, you coming from a background for alcohol and beverage, like, tell me what, tell me how you were able to make Carmel the brand what it is today for all the marketing people out there. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah so i i came from uh from from bev elk uh, back in the day and then i i joined the industry like pre-legalization i one of the big lps and, and worked there for a couple of years and then um like a lot of people you know i saw the way in which like things were, were going um what was being focused on in terms of like a quality perspective and and and, and i just wanted to move to like a a smaller grower and um and 
I was really blown away by everything that was put in place by the founders here and, and, and bringing on, on, on Drew and an incredible grow team. Like, um, it, it was just, it, I just wanted to be part of a company that was doing the right things the right way and then helping build the brand around, around showcasing you know, everything that was that being put in place here, you know, um, a lot of small things in terms of like, just trying to do things a little more authentic, you know, like when I, when we talked about like putting like a, just like not coming up with crazy strain names that don't even make any sense. Like putting the actual strain names on the bag, you know, like putting the, the breeder information on the bag, like letting you know where the genetics come from um, and things like that, that just like people were looking for um, letting you know, who's growing your product. You know, that's such a huge thing. Like, for us, like in, in, in building our brand, one asset that's, that's been really important for us is like we're in a nice central location. We can host all our retail, like a, a ton of our retail partners here. Um, let them meet the team, let them know what we're doing and, 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 and just showcase like what sets us apart from like a lot of the, you know, the, you know, the million square foot grows out there that, that have just taken a different approach and, and that, and that really tried to like, it seemed like a lot at the onset of the industry, like a lot of, a lot of the way in which like people built brands and, and people tried to like lead the organizations was like, this wasn't in sync with what had been done in the past. You know, everyone just like tried to reinvent weed, but like yeah. they didn't need to do that, you know? Um, and like, you know, weed's been around for a very long time, um, 10,000 years. And like, we talk a lot about land race strains and things like that. Like how, I know everyone talks about their seed banks and what they got, you know, how far back do you guys go? Like, what are some of the original strains that you guys have like kind of locked in in the vault? Yeah. So, I mean, this is something that's like super, super exciting. Cause uh, like my collection dates back like old school school. Like I've been growing since 2005. I mean, that's not old school to some of the old heads that have been growing <laughs> since the 60s, 70s, but um, like, my my collection starts like uh and ends like kind of where billy's collection uh our flower manager uh picks up so like we have old school and like hyper new school um but like stuff that i have in my collection that i, I i'm excited to like introduce into our breeding program is like the original chem dog the original sour nice. diesel um like nice. we we have the, the red congolese like we have like like a lot of like land race strains that like we can go back to and and, and take like uh original vigor we can get it to like back to a point where it's a lot more stable a lot of like the genetics that we have now the reason we're getting so many leaps and gains into like the 30 plus thc is because of a lot of like pollen chucking like we're getting like like breeders at like, and, and there's nothing wrong with it. Cause like that, that's what gives you those crazy gains, but like you lose stability. So um, yeah. for us, like in our breeding program, as soon as we identify something that we love, like we have the ability to like bring it back and like get it, get it more stable. So um, before, like in 2005, there was like maybe like 20 to 50 strains. Now there's like 50,000 strains, like, yeah. like it's because people aren't putting a lot of time and work into developing their strain and, and back crossing it. To make it more stable before they release it so um like like our breeding program something that, that like makes me show up every day like i, I get i get super excited to like like do mashups between I, genetics. I, and, and i think that's super important because when a customer walks in here you know we have i think right now what we got like we got johnny chronic's acapulco gold and i'm just like picture yourself back in the 70s in mexico that outdoor grown stuff, you know, the, all the cartel shit and you're smoking and it's not going to bust your mind apart, but that, that was the vibe back then. 
yep. right? And you, what, what you guys are doing is, is making the vibe right now, you know, your dim map, your peanut butter, like, and that's what I guess our generation is like, hey, have you tried that dim map? I, you know, that, that's what's popping right now. So I look, I would love, I can't wait to look back 20 years from now and look at what we're doing right now, you know, and just remembering these strains and who knows where we're going to be at, at that level in the game, right? 40, 50, I don't know, like who even knows? And like with terpenes and all that kind of stuff coming up, but I just love how the, what's, what's in store for the future? Like where, where is this heading? Like how more can we get this stuff dialed in? I mean, for, for, for us, like, I mean, unfortunately, like the, the consumer market still is dictating high THC. Like we, we tried to go against the grain. Like we, we pushed our Mac one, like obviously like we had a Mac that was tested in 28. We had a Mac that was tested in 2021, but the 2021 was, was putting out five to 6% turfs every time. So we launched uh, like, like a five to 6% strain, like, like to just show guys, like, look, like THC isn't everything like, like, like taste this, you know? Um, so like we, we have tried to push that conversation. Um, our animal face, like, uh, normally test 28, we just, we just cracked 30. So like there, there is a lot drop in of animal face that's at 30%. Um, this year, like just as a grower, like, and as our, our grow team, like we've, we, we want to push up to 35 this year. That's our goal. Um, through our breeding program, hopefully we can achieve that as well. So, um, dude, how is that done? Is it like cut 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 grow again test 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 like how the f i know this is a trade it's a trade secret obviously right but like like it's, it's a such a long process a, a tedious process it, it literally takes like like over over a year to two years before you're able to drop something just because uh like you, you have to do the initial cross and you have to like run the pheno hunt then you have to see what you like and then take attributes from that and if, if it's missing something you might have to go back to its parents mm -hmm. or one of its siblings um, so like, and you could always like never release it because you might not ever be happy with it. You might just constantly be trying to tweak it. So, and then OCS. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we haven't even got to OCS yet. So yeah, five years that's later. Exactly, yeah. No, that's gonna be awesome, man. Um, I think we got two more questions. Um, one of the questions is in terms of uh, the sizes. Are we gonna get bigger sizes? Like. It's such a laugh because because it's such a it's such a pain point for us to be honest with you. Um, there's we've tried in the past um, to 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 get like we unfortunately like as as a, as a as a producer we just can't come out tomorrow and say we want to do something if it comes to market like it needs to go through an, an approval approval process through through like the wholesaler the OCS and like there are instances where 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 larger pack sizes aren't accepted. Um, and so we like, and the other issue that we face um, right now with some SKUs, like like an animal face, is like we did we did initially do the fourteen gram. Ideally, we we would be able to have like fourteen gram across all our products, but um, our products are like are, are are in pretty high demand. So so if if I if I, if we start filling fourteen gram bags of animal face, then that means you're not going to have your three and a half anymore. So it's like we're playing that balance of like trying to 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 maintain availability on what we currently offer um while also like for sure they, they, like we need to have larger pack sizes um it's just something that's a little harder for us to like immediately grow to when we're, we're when we're in that small growing environment that we are right yeah no i, I see that and, and we notice even here too a lot of 
a lot of customers are starting to pick up PAFOs all the time now and like, okay, let's try to bring some stuff in and, you know, we'll see where it goes. We like, I, I listen to so much customers, you know, and hear out what they want. And then hopefully just like back in the day, you work with your grower, you work with your supplier and we get that feedback and like, here's what our customers are liking here's what they're trying out. So, you know, got to keep that communication going strong and it's Ontario love, baby. Like that's all I got to say. Right. So I think that's all the time we got. I don't want to keep you guys back. I know you guys got to do their thing at the facility there. Um, Drew, call out all the new stuff that we got dropping for like today, tomorrow, this week, pretty much. So we got Sorbetto, we got Peanut Butter Rockstar, and we got Tiger Cake. So super, super excited. Like hit us up on Instagram. Like Chris always responds. Like tell us if you love it or hate it. Like, you know, like we're always improving. We're always taking your guys' feedback. We're always grateful for all the work that you guys put in and, and all the love you guys show us. And uh, especially all our all our fans out there, like we really appreciate all the love that we get from you guys. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. And yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll see what we got next in store for Carmel Farms, healing out from Aura Madante. And that's all. <laughs> that's <laughs> a lot. Yeah.